0: and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. Everyone and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're listening. And I hope that the information and the episodes that I'm putting out are helping you, are giving you some perspective, are helping you relate and know that you are not alone. And I'm actually using this episode today to help me with that exact thing. This episode, I'm actually have not written. Usually, I will take time to write and to think about what I want to discuss on a specific topic, and to do some research, and to really think about what I want to write about, what I want to say. But this episode is one that is coming at you raw. Um, It's something that I am feeling right now, and I have not felt this way in a really long time. And I know I've had this feeling before. It's very familiar to me over the last five years of working with my son, who all of you know, or people who may just be tuning in know that uh, my son is autistic. He was diagnosed when he was three. So over the last five years, I know I've had this feeling. And this feeling that I'm referring to is a feeling of deep sadness. It's not like just feeling sad. It's like my heart hurts. I have a hard time focusing. I feel anxious. It's hard for me to manage my emotions. And it is a moment and it's feelings that I definitely try not to suppress because I do believe that it's very important that we feel the feelings that we feel, even if they are moment to moment. I do believe it's important that we address those feelings, we identify the root of those feelings and where that's coming from so they can be addressed and they can be handled and managed in the most positive, healthy way. So this is actually one of those emotions and feelings I'm having that I have to work through. And one of those ways I'm working through it is with you right now because I feel like this is a great outlet for me to work through a lot of different things that I've had to work through and to share with all of you the things that I have thought through throughout the day today to try to cope and deal with this deep sadness that I'm feeling. So, wow, I just jumped right into this episode right away. I do want to take a pause for a moment to, again, thank you for being here and for listening and for all of your support, your DMs, uh, the messages that you sent me. I really appreciate that. I, I really appreciate hearing from you. And please, if you know anyone who this episode or any of the episodes I have, this overall podcast could help, please definitely share this podcast. My mission is to help as many people as I can. I really am just a person, a mother, a single mother, um, you know, who just as pouring out my heart here and is also just providing some perspective and of the things that I've learned in my experience when it comes to mindset, when it comes to handling different emotions, uh, especially as it relates to raising a child with special needs and just going through all the feelings, going through all the things that we as parents go through, going through all the things as we as humans go through. So this isn't just for parents um, with special needs children, but It definitely uh, is coming from that place. And so I just want to, again, pause and thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. So this sad feeling, this deep, sad feeling, have you ever felt that before? Is there something that you've experienced that makes you feel so sad to your core? Your heart hurts. It's difficult to breathe. It's difficult to manage your thoughts. It's difficult to pull yourself out of this sadness. You know, the, the the thing that really sparked this for me was watching my son at school doing a dance with the rest of his class. It was like a class performance. And first and foremost, I'm so proud that he was able to participate. In the past, he hasn't been able to participate. It's been very difficult for him, and I totally understand it. I never, ever force him to do anything that is uncomfortable and that if he wouldn't want to participate today, that would have been okay too. But he did. He was able to go up on the stage. He was able to be there with the rest of his class. He was able to do some of the dance uh, that he could remember. And he was up there for the entire time. So I'm so proud that he was able to do all of that. I'm so proud of him. He faced his, his own anxiety, his own fear, his own challenges, and he was able to participate and do that. The thing that just made me so sad at the end, coupled with the excitement and happiness and joy that I felt, which is also a very odd thing is to have this very happy, joyful time. And but then at the same time, having this like, deep, deep sadness. And what really triggered it for me was just seeing the other kids in the class and their friendships together, and taking photos together and getting in groups and their kind of clicks and things. And, you know, here my son is on his own. And My son struggles with social interactions. He has a really hard time making friends, keeping friends, interacting with friends, having conversation, staying on topic. There's so many social things that come from speech delays that affect his ability to make connections with other people, to make connections with friends. And the thing that just made me so sad is because I know my son wants to have those friendships. I know he Desires to connect with other people. He just doesn't know exactly how to do it. And that is something he is working on in his behavioral therapy and the support that he receives. So I know deep down he wants to have friends. He wants to have this connection and to see the exclusion of him at the school with the other kids. Just, (sighs) I always thought about cutting these parts out when I'm crying, but. Maybe you're crying too with me, seeing that exclusion and knowing his desire to have friends just tore me apart inside. And while he puts on this really happy face and he is such a joy and he is so loving and kind and all of these things that so many people cannot experience because he isn't able to connect with other people. And I know that that will come with him. In time. It just, as a parent, as a mother, as someone who knows him so well and the joy that he does bring, and that he wants so deeply to have these friendships, it's just really tough to to watch, really tough to see as a parent. And, you know, with COVID and everything that's been going on, and we've all been kind of isolated, of course, the kids are at school, but this was one of the first times in a while that I actually saw him in his classroom environment, because we haven't, as parents, haven't been able to go on the school campus. And this was the first time I was able to go there. And to see him in his school setting around all of the other kids, it just became more real for me of what I already knew, but I could see it. I I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, it was just, it was really hard. And I know for him, as much as he is puts on a happy face and he is such a happy, happy guy, I know it's really hard for him and that hurts. And, you know, I sat here thinking about, well, I shouldn't compare, you know, and of course, comparison is the thief of all joy. And, you know, it 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 isn't necessarily me comparing, it's more of just knowing what my son wants, and knowing that he really wants to have friends and wants to be connected, and wants to, you know, have create those friendships. And then to see the challenges that he has, and that he doesn't really have friends. And that really, is hard. It's hard on him. It's hard on me. It hurts my heart. And it creates this deep sadness inside of me. And um, so went on way too long about that, as far as wanting to give you just the context of where I'm coming from. But again, I've had that feeling before. I felt this feeling before, and I haven't felt it in a long time. And maybe it's because I've gotten good at coping with some of it. And redirecting some of it. And and that's what I want to also get into now, is what do we do with this deep sadness? What do we do as parents to not let this affect us so much? And to, yes, feel that sadness, to feel that hurt, but to be able to cope with it, to keep moving forward, to not get stuck in that negative mindset. What do we do? And how do we do that? And how do we cope with this feeling? So I want to just give you a few of the things that I did today that helped me. And one of those things is talking to you right now. I'm literally sitting here by myself talking to into a microphone, but I'm imagining I'm talking to you. I'm imagining I'm talking to a friend. I'm talking to someone who can relate to me, who understands this feeling and understands where I'm coming from, has maybe had similar experiences. I'm imagining that right now. And that's helping me feel better. It's cathartic in a way. This podcast is very cathartic for me, because oftentimes I don't speak about a lot of these feelings. And so this is actually really helpful for me. So the first thing I would do is to talk to someone. Talk to someone about how you're feeling. Get it out somehow. Release it out of your mind get someone that you, you know, talk to someone that you trust, someone who can listen, maybe someone who understands where you're coming from, another parent, another, you know, a family member, a husband, spouse, friend, whatever that is, whoever that is. But talking to someone and even if they just sit and listen so that you can get it out can definitely help you release those emotions and almost lessen the pain. If you don't have someone to talk to, Write the feelings down. Write down what you're feeling, almost like a journal entry, right? Write it down. Get it out. I think the point I'm trying to say here is to release it, to talk it out, to write it out, to get it off of your chest, get it out of your mind and vocalize it. Write it down. Be able to identify where this pain is coming from and where this sadness is coming from. And, you know, first and foremost, just get it out. And second is, as you're writing, if you're journaling, Think about the things that are positive. And I did do an episode on flipping the script from negative thinking to positive thinking. And I did that episode a while back. But that still rings true here. The sadness isn't necessarily a negative feeling or a negative thought. One thing that I had to do today was while I was thinking about the sadness that I had, I started to remind myself of the things that I was proud of for him I reminded myself of the journey that he's had and the challenges he's overcome. I reminded myself of how proud he was of his, of himself for doing the things that he did. The the characteristics that he's developing as far as handling his anxiety and the bravery that he had and being able to participate in those steps that he's taken, the progression that he's made. I had to really stop myself. And while I needed to feel the emotions I was feeling, I still had to stop myself and say, you know what? There are so many positive things that I can focus on that are so much more meaningful than this feeling that I'm having. And I had to really work hard to redirect my thoughts and to redirect where I was headed and to remind myself of those things that he has done and what he was able to accomplish today and the positive things that came out of that. And focusing on gratitude, right? It's, it's not... And what I just said is not necessarily being grateful, but gratitude is another part of this, being grateful for whatever it is in your life. It doesn't even have to be related to what you're dealing with. It's more about trying to really push those positive thoughts in your mind. And so one of the things I was thinking today was that I was grateful that I could go to the school presentation and the the school dance um, performance. I was grateful that I had the flexibility at work to be able to leave the office and be there and be present, you know, really kind of shifting the way that I was thinking from this really deep sadness and sad thoughts to, okay, look at all the stuff that he's accomplished. Look at what he was able to do today. And I'm grateful that I was able to be there. So it's really just shifting the way that you're thinking and being intentional about it. And I think that's where the difficulty comes in is that often we can get stuck in our own heads. And we can get stuck in this negative rabbit hole or this thinking that we're in. And it's hard to unravel that. And it's hard to really get out and and think differently. And so that's where that intention comes in and really understanding and being aware of what your thoughts are and then being able to shift those thoughts. And again, writing it down, writing a gratitude list, that really helps and that that can push you into a different mindset, a more positive mindset. The other thing I had to remind myself of today was something that I just talked about in this last episode I did on impermanence. And impermanence is simply just realizing that things are not going to remain the same forever. And, you know, that could be good things. That could be bad things. That could be difficult things. It could be whatever. It's impermanent. Everything is impermanent. So I think that's something that I had to really think about today was, you know, yeah, he doesn't have friends right now. Or he, he may have a handful of friends or, or, you know, he may have some level of friendship. So when I think about impermanence as it relates to friendships and developing those relationships for my son, I have to realize that this is right now. Right now, he has a really difficult time with developing those connections, with having conversations, with keeping friends and keeping interests and understanding those social interactions. But is that going to be the way that it is forever? I don't think that that is the case. And the reason I say that is because I've seen him being challenged with so many other things. And over so many years, I've seen progress in so many of those areas. And he has developed so much and has overcome so much of some of the challenges that he's faced. So I know that he is fully capable of having friends. I know he's fully capable of evolving and learning and growing and being able to have those connections. And so I had to remind myself today that this isn't going to be forever. And while that can be really difficult to do when you're in a negative state of mind or you're in an emotional state of mind, like I am in, I was in, I've been in, I'm starting to come out of it, being intentional, realizing that that is the case and that is something that we can hold on to and that things are not always going to be this way, I think that that can also help us find serenity, it can help us find peace, it can help us find hope, and it can help us really work through these things for ourselves so that we can then press forward in a positive way. And the last thing I'll say here is related to grounding. You know, we have these five senses that sometimes we take for granted, and When we are in a difficult state of mind, when we are going through some challenging times, especially in our minds, we can use grounding techniques using our senses to help us to become more present, to help us to become in the moment, and to help us to push through some of those thoughts. So when you're having a difficult thought or a challenging emotion that you're trying to work through, being able to go outside and getting some fresh air looking around, using your senses to see whatever is in front of you, to smell whatever is around you, to feel the ground, to feel the wind against your face, right? So, you know, if you're washing the dishes, to feel the water, to see the soap, to smell the fragrance of the soap, You know, It's really about using those senses to be able to ground yourself in the present. And sometimes when you ground yourself in the present, you're able to redirect your mind and getting out of a negative thought process and potentially going down a rabbit hole in a negative way. And you're able to change the way that you're thinking through grounding. And so that's something that I did today too. I had to go outside, take a deep breath, Walk around, look around. You know, that's what I had to do today. I had to redirect myself so that I can become more present and more focused. Instead of rethinking and ruminating about what I saw at the school, I had to really redirect where my thoughts were. And grounding is something that I did do today to try to help me so that I could keep working. I, I had to go back to work after all of that. So I needed to be able to focus. And so Going outside, getting some fresh air, being able to walk around to feel what I was feeling as far as using my senses to see, to smell, to just take it in and changing my environment helped me to just become more present. And so sometimes that's all you need to do. And that that can really help you to redirect your mind. But when I say redirect, I don't mean not deal with the emotion. I mean, just for that moment to become present so that you can work through those emotions and those feelings. So I don't want to negate actually working through the emotion by redirecting. I don't think that that's healthy. I think you do need to work through your emotions and work through the pain that you're feeling and understanding where the root of that is so that you can address it at the root. And you work through that using different tools and using different mindfulness activities that can help you talking to someone else, journaling, all the things I just talked about, but also redirecting and using your senses to become more present so that you can handle those emotions in a more positive way and that you can press forward with your day and you don't let all of that hold you down. And that's definitely what I was feeling. I felt stuck. I felt anxious. I felt like I really almost like was paralyzed. I almost felt like I couldn't move forward with my day. And I had so much to get done for work. I had a lot of things I needed to do today after this, the school performance. And so I had to work hard to break through those emotions and those feelings and that sadness that I was feeling. And, you know, having now talked for the last 23 minutes, and I hope that you're still here. I hope this is helping you. I hope that it's giving you perspective. I hope it's helping you know that you are not alone because that's how I feel right now. I feel like I'm not alone. Even if I am sitting here talking to myself, I want to envision, like I said, I'm talking to you feeling these feelings is not a bad thing. We're human. We are going to feel these things. We're going to experience life in so many different ways. But I think the most important thing is trying to understand how you can cope, how you can handle those feelings so that it doesn't affect you in a negative way and that you can be the best person you can be for yourself, for your family, for your friends, for your children. And I really hope that this episode has helped you. I appreciate you for being here and listening. This episode has helped me. And like I said, this is one of the first episodes I've ever done that I've never written anything. I just came straight out, with very raw, emotional episode, and it definitely helped me a lot. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Please leave a comment. Drop me a DM at SusanFink.Rise. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know if there's something that I can do to help you. And also, please share this podcast with anyone that you think that this could help. And as always, I appreciate, I empathize, and I'm here for you. And we can do this.